Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlo. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcasts, where we look at everything under the two nerdy sons and we got a jam-packed show we got not just three topics today johnny we've got how many topics not five we got four topics today we're talking about four two of them are kind of i'm not gonna say kind of the same because they're different but two of them go together one's marvel the other one's marvel the rest are not marvel so this is the first podcast we've had in two weeks that are completely not one thing and we got some diversity In our topics. Before I get to those, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning. Number one, if you want to help support us, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. If you want to join a Rick and Johnny podcast in the future, join us at that $10 tier. You support MVP. We give back to you by letting you be a guest on our podcast, talking about what you want to talk about. You can also support us by getting yourself an MVP t shirt. That link down below in the description as well. You can also get it at mostvaluablepodcasts.com, where you can also catch MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, please go on to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, if you would so please. I got to add that last part in, mm-hmm. because I got yelled at in the comment section about how dare you tell me what to do. Um, so now I'm asking for it politely. So please, if you could give us a five-star rating, it would mean the world to us. Let us know why you like listening to the podcast. And also... Too Old the Game, our gaming podcast, just got on iTunes yesterday. So now Ooh. you can listen to Too Old the Game as well on iTunes with all your MVP needs. But Johnny, jam-packed show today. Obviously, we got to talk about Captain Marvel. Um, we knew we were going to be between a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. they said, oh yeah, Tuesday, Brie Larson is going to be on uh, Good Morning America, which everyone's like, well, Captain Marvel trailer. That's when we're yep. getting it. And we did, and it looks fantastic. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to take a look at later in the show um, Marvel's new TV shows Mm -hmm. um, that they're developing for the DC streaming service. And we're going to talk about can it fix the MCU, but we're also going to talk about that in general in a broader scope. We're going to look at some James Bond rumors. Could Henry Cavill be Bond or should he be Bond after Daniel Craig? And then we're going to end the show looking at DC and ask the age-old question that everyone wants to know. Did the DCEU ruin Batman and Superman? But the first thing we got to look into is Captain Marvel. And you guys know how we do trailers, especially these big trailers here on the Rick and Johnny podcast is what we do is I have to go over to my computer and we kind of listen to the trailer and react to it. So you guys can see it, so you guys can watch it with us. Yeah, you got to make sure your volume's up, because that is uh, 
Very importante. Um, Muy Johnny. importante. Muy importante. Muy. 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 I thought it was moy. No. Muy? It's muy. Okay. Muy importante. See, you learned some Spanish that you learned in high school each and every day here at MVP. Are you all ready to start this thing? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> that 90s throwback. Gotta love that blockbuster, baby. Nothing says 90s like Blockbuster. Dude, it made me miss it. It <laughs> That's made true. me miss it. It's true. I did for a few seconds. I'm like, oh, Blockbuster. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Space invasion. Big car chase. I like the detail to make everything look like it's in the 90s. Because mm -hmm. I know that's where it takes so place. Oh, but. It's not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. We have no idea what threats are out there. We can't do this. Punch granny in the face. Right know there. What that was it. We need. So you had uh, Colson. Was right there. Did you miss it? I think I did. Okay. I'll have to have you go back and give you the timestamp for it, because I told Joe I was going to point it out. I think we get all get distracted by her punching grandma in the face. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot she punched grandma in the face. Um, but the thing that I like most about this trailer mm -hmm. is, to me, it's nothing that... It's nothing that popped out and was like, oh, my God, what up? Like, part of me is just like, all right. I am interested yeah, no, about really. this one. Um, the timestamp with Colson, I'm going to find it really quickly because it's towards the end of the trailer. It's right after she punches Granny in the face. Um, let's see. Yeah. So it's about a minute 32 into the trailer. He, yep, there he is. He takes off his glasses. And at first, I thought it was, I was like, what is, is that? Is that younger K from Men in Black? And then, like, I went back and looked, and I was like, holy shit, that's Agent Coulson. Coulson. That's younger like, Coulson. And it's weird to see him with... Hair. More hair. More hair, you're right. More hair, because it's like he didn't have hair on the top of his head... I mean... When we saw him in The Avengers. Same with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But Samuel... From no hair to like, hair. Samuel, it kind of reminds me of the LeBron James thing, mm -hmm. where... Yeah, he had no hair, but, like, where LeBron, age 18, the hairline is here, but then age 35, the hairline is just back here. The hairline just keeps going back and back and back to eventually to where it's all gone. This visually shook me to where every, it's like, uh, holy crap, that's Colson. Every year that he takes off a uh, centimeter. Yeah, he takes off one centimeter for every year. But first, I'll ask you this. 
What are your thoughts after seeing? Obviously, this is not. I'm not gonna lie. This is not our first time no, watching this not. trailer. Um, it's usually not. I usually, when these trailers come out, have to binge them a couple kajillion bajillion times. Um, if those are even real figures that you can work with. Million, but what are your thoughts times. after seeing the Captain Marvel trailer? Now that we actually see something for the movie. No, I'm actually really excited for it because um interesting like they're leaving a lot of things open so that you want to see it anyways Mm -hmm. which kudos on them for that because like oh she doesn't remember where she's from exactly she doesn't Mm -hmm. remember like you want to know why she doesn't know who she is you want to know who the you want to know who the protagonist is because we haven't really gotten a great idea in who it is Mm -hmm. yet i mean we've seen excuse me some stills of scroll we've seen uh who we as of now possibly is Cap, um, Captain Marvel, or it could be Yana Rog. Yeah, they, they still like. I, that's why I say could be Captain Marvel. Well, and that's Mar-Vale. the thing. That's why I put secret villain theory. Yeah. in this because after seeing this trailer, mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced that he's Marvel. I'm still like now the fact that like you said, she was taken from Earth. What whatever that story may be. There is, I'm thinking Jude Law's character mm-hmm. is the one kind of suppressing her memories or trying to keep her memories down because he probably saw, wow, she could be a valuable asset to my team. We can't have this falling into the scrolls' hands. We need this on the crease side could be. of this war. Um, but still, we don't know. Could be Captain Marvel. Could be Jan Rog. But go on with what you were saying. Oh, uh, that's really about it. Like, there's a lot of open-ended questions, which like in the right way too. Mm-hmm. They put a lot, left a lot of open-ended questions in the right way, and then mm-hmm. you, that very end of it where she just superpowers up. Awesome. Well, and visually awesome. I wonder. I wonder what what is going to be the scene where she goes. I you don't know. Like I'm not who you think I am. And part of me is like, who is she talking to there? Is it just a random person? Is it basically where it's like, no, like you just think I'm a normal human. I'm not. I have these Cree powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the funny moment of the trailer, like I mentioned, punching granny in the face. Yeah. Um, I'm a. I'm assuming that it's just going to be like, oh, there's little old granny who would punch Cree, and she just clocks him in the face or and then you just scroll sh- no, scroll that's what i mean like <sighs> and then just changes into smiles at the her. green scroll bam because i mean that's going to be a part of it too is finding the scroll for the secret invasion part of it because like nick fury mentioned and it's, to me it was kind of like oh well i guess at this time in the 90s he wouldn't think about that because he don't know who thor is exactly um, but like he mentioned War is a universal language, and he goes, oh, I never thought that a soul, like, you're, I can tell a blah, 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 soldier, soldier. never thought they'd come from above. Yeah. Like, at, and that's like, wow, you know, at this time, 90s, this is well before Iron Man, well before all the super stuff that we're dealing with now, the Sokovia Accords and everything in the MCU, mm-hmm. to where not many people at this time where the movie's taking place would think yeah let's look up because that's where danger is going to come no exactly you wouldn't think that because uh mm-hmm. you're dealing with danger 
uh, right then and there. Mm -hmm. Why would you be worrying about anything coming from above? I want to ask you this, and this is from an article on Screen Rant that I pulled up. I originally, I'll be honest, didn't put it in our pre-show notes, the ones that I send you with the topics and um, links, because I wasn't sure if I was going to do it, because the article says, Captain Marvel Theory, Carol's mother is secretly spoiler. Um, (sighs) But after reading the article... She's spoiler? I don't think it's going to be that big of a spoiler because it's probably going to be wrong. Um, I want to ask you this. Okay. They asked the question in like their third part of it because you know how they do articles where it's like, here's part one, here's part two. Then you got to click to page two um, to see the rest of it. Was Carol's mother secret, secretly a Kree soldier? Are they going to work that into the origin story in some way? I don't know. I don't... To me, I'm like, no, don't touch that. I don't know if they really would do that. Like, to me, it's... The thing I like most about it is... This is like... They can touch... Oh, they can touch her origin story in a way... I'm going to say in a way we haven't seen in the MCU. Yeah. Where it's through memories, it's through going back in time. Because if you think about the origins... Iron Man was a true origin story. Cap was a two, true origin story. I would even say Thor's was yeah. a true origin story. Um, Doctor Strange, same thing. Um, Guardians, same thing. I'm yeah. trying to see if I'm missing anybody. Black Panther, they didn't really need to because his was his origin. Like him and Spider-Man, they didn't need to because they did both of them in Civil War. Yeah, like and they then introduce they... them in a movie to where it's like it's stupid for me to show you how he becomes Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. But then I mean, they you sort of had one afterwards, him mm-hmm. kind of like coming, coming to becoming king. Yeah, it's more of an origin of Panther. Wakanda than Black Panther. Yeah, you learn the origin mm-hmm. of Wakanda. You learn where his powers come from. You mm-hmm. learn you learn all that, and then you see him become king. So it's not an actual origin story. It's more yeah. of a. Coming of, I almost want to call it a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. He's finally becoming king. It's yeah. all that stuff's coming. It's the Lion King. Yeah, it's basically the Lion King yeah. for but MCU. Um, <laughs> this one though, it looks like because I'm assuming that blockbuster scene is either at the beginning or near the beginning. I like, think it's, it's either going to be the beginning of the movie and like title scene, and we see the thing crashing down. Or it's, hey, there's a space war with Star Force in it, and then she gets hit, and that's why she gets hurled, and then, boom, crashes down on Earth. It's got to be, I'm going to say we get that within the first 30 minutes of the movie, her crashing down oh, I think so. on Earth. Um, because that, to me, was like, okay, we got to get her back on Earth, and with the origin story, it's we're starting, she's already Captain Marvel, and we're not going to explain why she's got this. We're just going to expect you to just understand with everything that we're doing, this is Captain Marvel, this is what she does, we'll explain stuff as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, my question for you is, do you, think Jude Law, Jude, do you think Jude Law's character is the one suppressing her memories? Like, we see her hanging upside down with her hands locked and... Um, the waves going into her brain, obviously, to I'm thinking that's kind of like a mind control thing. I was about to say like, we're gonna suppress from your what memories. I'm looking from when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. 
I almost it looks like the powers that like she releases. So it looks like it's almost mm-hmm. like maybe like a flashback of what she was going through beforehand. I don't know. Like how they were testing her and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like genetically. I was genetically altered in a lab. Like one of those. That, yeah. That's well, what you she mean. She sort of was. Yeah. Which is why like because it looks sort of like the power she gives off mm-hmm. is the same like coloration and everything that goes into her, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because it also looks sort of like the Bifrost, but like yeah. clearer. Well, there's also people that say like, so in the trailer when she does the yeah. blast on the train or like even there was a little bit of it forming around her, her hand, hand. Yeah. People are starting to say that that looks awfully familiar to the quantum energy. That too. Yeah. So many people are thinking, oh, that's how they're going to get Ant-Man in Avengers 5, which, by the way, this is an aside to Captain Marvel. There is a photo that the Russo brothers, I think, put out there that people have traced the... It's like a set image of the set, mm-hmm. and if you trace certain things, people are now assuming that the Avengers 5 or Avengers 4, are we on? I don't even remember anymore. The next Avengers movie. Um before Avengers 4 is going to be called Endgame. So that was one of the ones that we had talked about because people like mapped out like, oh, these things are in Endgame is what it says. I'm at the thing of like Russo's. When you're ready to tell me, you'll tell just me, tell me the name. I am not concerned at what the name of this movie is. I just want to go ahead and see it. But no, when it comes like the thing I like most about this trailer is that. It didn't have it didn't have to hype me up so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't. Maybe it's because like I've been anticipating a first look. Maybe you're sitting there at home going, "Well, Ricky, like that's the problem with this trailer. We should have had something that was a little bit more." Um, oh, what am I saying? Like, oh my god, eye popping! And even at the end, the thing that. Um, I didn't even mention is about a minute 40 into the trailer, you see green suit helmet. Is that Marvel or is that um, Danvers wearing the Marvel costume with the helmet? Like that too is like. It's probably Danvers. Because it looks. Because it's her like Captain Marvel. What it, to me, it looks like mm-hmm. it's, it's her Captain Marvel costume. With helmet, yeah, because you even see like in another scene where they're flying all together. Because Marvel's strip costume of hair down is the basically, middle. yeah. Because I mean, Marvel's costume is basically sorry, not Marvel's. Marvel's costume, yeah, Captain but Marvel. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, Marvel's costume is basically a Creed soldier uniform. Yeah, um, it's not anything special. Like, well, man, so this is hers Mar- until she gets the red and blue. Exactly. No, but that's what I mean. Like Marvel, you look at the comics and images. Usually you see that green Cree suit, which is basically, yeah. if we're going this, just a Cree army suit. Yeah, Cree warrior. Anything that you think we haven't mentioned from this trailer that you think we have to hit? No, I think we covered enough of it, but uh, what I want to say is, like, it's not that they had to make it visually popping. They did not, like, mm-hmm. have to grab you All the and special yank effects, you in. They, they did a good done. job of... Hey, mm-hmm. you do want to see this? And yeah, pull you're right. me into the story. Let me know like, what the story. They didn't is have to be. like, like grab you physically mm-hmm. and yank you. In. It's like like you, Avengers. You want to see this? Like Avengers, it was like a holy shit. Yeah, what's no. gonna happen? This one is more like a 
Huh. This is like a Jedi That's mind trick. Interesting. You want to see this movie? Yeah. I. You right? I think people. Shit, you right? I. The thing that I think also is people want to see this to see how it links into the. I'm going to call it the final Avengers movie because it's going to yes. put a nice end on this ten year run that we had. But this was one where it wasn't like a, ex, except for the very end. I'll be honest. The end of the trailer where it's just. Her and the powers are coming, and she looks up, and she's in the red and blue costume to where it's like, yes, that is what I want. Yes, and I cannot wait. And then I'm like, and let's go Avengers 4. Where Can we just get that right after? Like, they play this movie, and then it's like, oh, special screening of Avengers 4. We finished it early. Here you go. Thanks to uh, Robert Downey Jr. Um, for getting this done. Here you go, guys. Like, can we just get that? Like, right after. What if they did that, where it was basically... After the Captain Marvel movie, RJD walks out on screen and he's like, "Hey, Kev, come here." Kev, Kev walks out with him. Um, you think you think we can do something? For, like, I feel like these people deserve something after seeing uh, the movie that we just saw. Why don't we just show Avengers Four, man? Why don't we? Just, we got it done. I know you got it done. And just boom, show Avengers Four right after Captain Marvel. <laughs> you know how expensive that ticket would be. Oh, very, like very expensive. They would yeah. lose money if they did it that way. Oh God. Also, the sitting there part. Yeah. For me, no problem. But I also know that because way back when um, the final Dark Knight movie yeah. came out, the Nolan trilogy. Um, when that one came out, Dave and I, instead of just seeing the third one again, we bought the special ticket where it's like, you went in at 6 o'clock on Thursday, and they showed Batman Begins, then had a like short intermission, mm-hmm. then they showed The Dark Knight, short intermission, and then right at midnight, boom, the last Batman movie. Well, when the Avengers movie that just came out came out in theaters mm-hmm. i was asking multiple people i think you included yeah well they hey, did yeah they had the script they have this, want, it starts on thursday if i didn't have a job to go to johnny uh, i would have. just call off <laughs> i didn't have enough vacation days um, just call off if i would have been able to we would have been going i i just it was all from iron man one mm-hmm. all the way through to infinity wars and i'm like i feel i feel i like, want to do this we need to I take off i feel like we should have waited like I feel like waiting till this next Avengers movie is the right place. Oh, we better. We better for this next Avengers movie. Even if we have to do it by ourselves. Yeah. Because you have all the movies. I actually did something I never do, and I bought a Marvel movie. Oh. I saw Avengers Infinity War and was like, I should own this. Like, this should be the one I own. That's what I did. So I I picked up that Blu-ray. Um, while I was going out to pick up a new external hard drive. Well, I mean, I still have to buy Ant-Man and the Wasp, but Mm -hmm. I don't think they came out yet. No, I don't think so either. (laughs) I mean, it might, but... uh, It might, it will. I don't know, it might. Um, This is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What do you think of the trailer? What do you think will happen with some of these story things for Captain Marvel leading into the next Avengers movie? But, Johnny, let's move on into our next topic. We are looking... We can't get enough of this guy. We talked about him in the past. We talked about him last week with him maybe stepping away from the Superman role, which probably looks like he is stepping away from the Superman role. And there may be a reason why uh, Henry Cavill wants uh, DC to pay up for him uh, because it looks like the rumors are that Henry Cavill 
is being eyed to be the next James Bond after Daniel Craig is done with the role in Bond 25. And this is coming also also with Henry Cavill, where he's ready to leave the Superman role, like I already said. He's already been cast to lead in Netflix The Witcher um, live action series. So he's going to do that as well. I will ask you this. When it comes to James Bond and it comes to Henry Cavill, should Henry Cavill be the next James Bond after Daniel Craig? I mean, I haven't seen the actual movie that just came out with that, mm-hmm. but hey, why not? I mean, he fit to me, he fits he the fit. part. Um, and I think the best thing that might, and this might be his best audition tape as of recently. I mean, a good-looking British man, that's all it takes. Exactly. And, like, what Dave said to me as we were out to dinner was Dave's like, oh, I just don't see it because he goes, he's played Superman for so long. Like, that's what you see. Mm-hmm. You see Superman. When you think of Superman, you kind of Captain America it a little bit. And, like, Superman's the Boy Scout from America. Um, although he's not even American. He's an alien. Um, but he was raised here. He was raised here in Kansas. But basically, with Henry Cavill, like, the reason why I wouldn't be upset with it is he would look damn good in a suit. Like, you get him a suit, he could... He would look as close to, let me just, I'm, I'm just actually going to pull this up. So, James Bond wiki, because um, I'm going to pull up who the last Bonds were. Because if I'm not mistaken, right before, right before Daniel Craig was Pierce Brosnan. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I wrong? Um, and for right. me, the thing that I think of, it was, okay. Daniel Craig was one of those where people looked at it and they went, I don't, like the big thing with Daniel Craig after that first Bond movie with him came out was a lot of people were like, I don't think he looks like James Bond. That was a huge thing that you heard about is I don't think he looks like James Bond where if you cast a guy like Henry Cavill, that would be going back to the kind of I I think of it as like the Pierce Brosnan look, maybe the um, Roger Moore look of it, the Sean Con is it the Sean Connery? Let me see. He was one. Of yeah, them, yeah, the Sean Connery. I know he was one of them, but I wanted to make sure I saw a picture he was of the first, him as wasn't James he? Bond. Yeah, he was the first. <clears throat> um, wanted to actually see a picture. You're going more to that where Daniel Craig was more of like he was very different than what they were going to do with Bond. So I could see maybe some people going, no, I don't want Henry Cavill Mm -hmm. to be James Bond because it's just going back to the status quo and we're not doing anything interesting and fun with the role. I mean, I but he just... Fills out the typical James Bond, mm-hmm. British and good looking. That's really <laughs> is that all me. you need? You just British and good looking. Tell me that none of them, none of the rest of them, were in their mm-hmm. heyday. Mission. What I was gonna say and didn't get to. Mission Impossible Fallout might be his most recent movie that you can look at as yeah. an audition for Bond. Yeah. Because although I don't think in that movie he played a British character, no, I thought but his character was American. I but don't know. I didn't see it. So just the scene from. The trailer with him cocking the guns out, yeah, going to fight Tom Cruise. It's like 
that's another thing with James Bond. Would Henry Cavill be more of a brute James Bond, or would he be able to play that kind of like suave James Bond? Where because James Bond is not like Superman. Yeah. Well, he's not like Superman, and he's not like what Henry Cavill's character in Mission Impossible Fallout was. Where I'm just gonna beat you with my fists. Like James Bond can fight, but he's more of that like. Like you said, in and out, good looking, cool, in and out. Like more of his stunts are like for like Daniel Craig in, um, I think it was Spectre, where he's running on the top of a building and then just jumping off as it blows up. It's not really like I'm gonna get into a fist fight and just beat you to a bloody pulp. No, yeah, you can you're right on though that. fight. You can, but that's not really the thought behind it. Mm-hmm. So. And I also wonder how this is going to play into, because up until this point, the bandwagon was Idris Elba. We had our bond. Um, and Dave even said that when we we and him were out to dinner last mm-hmm. night. Dave even said, we had our bond. We had our next bond, and they screwed it up. Yeah. Is I mean, that part of it? Like, are you think some people are going to be like, no, I don't want Henry Cavill because Idris Elba should have been the next James Bond, even though he is black. I mean, either way, I, I would go, either of them are a good fit, mm-hmm. I would think. So, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of Bond movies, mm-hmm. but to me, either one of those would, and I, I earlier when I said good looking and British, that yeah. was a joke, but. Um, well, it, I mean, if you look at the past Bonds, that's what it has I been. know, That's it has what been. you're playing it. Yeah, that's what I I'm get, playing you're off You're explaining of. to them. I'm playing, explaining to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like either of them would be a good lo- good fit. Uh, mm-hmm. Idris Elba, with his acting career, I feel like would have been more just because of what I've seen him in. But I think Henry Cavill could pull it off. I don't know. The problem is, that, like, can he do pull off the bond of, like, you know what's funny, being though? suave? And can he really pull that off? I think he can't because you want to know the funny part of it. Huh. Um, and I got in trouble with this in the comment section because one of the last times way long ago we were talking about Idris Elba... Um, I said African-American and someone in the comment section is like, dude, he's not even American, which I was like, oh, crap, he's not, Um, which is funny because I looked at where he's born. Idris Elba fits the role. He's a good looking British guy. He was born in what? London. Mm-hmm. He was born in Hackney, London. So fits the role. Good looking British guy. There you go. Idris Elba. However, with the Idris Elba part, I know someone's probably already said this. He has come out and said, I am not interested. I am not going to play Bond. That train has completely died. But like with Henry Cavill, for me, I just I look at it and I go, he fits. He physically fits the part. Mm -hmm. He looks like it. You put him in a suit. I could look at that and go, that is James Bond. Yeah. The question is for the Bond franchise is they're kind of in a pivotal situation here because i mean of course daniel craig is going to be done after bond 25 it's going to be let's see one two three his fifth bond movie and usually it's like pierce brosnan only had four of them um you had i don't really count timothy dalton because i don't like that name doesn't pop into my head when i think about it when you think of roger moore he had what three he had seven i think no, yeah, seven movies, that was his. Um, and then Sean Connery, obviously, was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven as well. So 
The older guys had seven. Now in kind of modern day Brosnan and Daniel Craig, you're seeing four, five mm-hmm. be kind of like the norm. And really that plays into our society in general. Like we talk on the superhero side all the time. How many people are like, man, that poor bastard, man, he's going to be in that suit for 10 years, six movies. Um, and that's just going to be his role for the rest of his life. We're, Sounds like you're talking about someone specific. Exactly. I'm talking about Ash. Um, but <laughs> No, I meant the who's in the suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking about Henry Cavill. But uh, the thing that Bond is kind of the same way. Once you're locked into Bond, you're locked into Bond. Like, And I know like I'm looking at, of course, you got to deal. You got to think of like when these movies film. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much, so just with Daniel Craig's alone, they came out with Casino Royale in 2006. Then they shot Quantum of Solace in 07, I believe, came out with that in 2008. Then there was a little gap between that and Skyfall, about four years between that. 2012 was when Skyfall came out. Mm -hmm. Then three years with Spectre. Now it'll be five years as Bond 25 will come out in 2020. Where that's another thing I think that's funny about this is so Daniel Craig is going to be Bond in Bond 25. That means 2020, we're going to get that movie two years away from where we're sitting right now. That means potentially the next Bond movie after that. If I'm looking, let's let's just go off of Brosnan. To Daniel Craig as a reference. Pierce Brosnan's last Bond movie was Die Another Day. That was 2002. We were 12 when that movie came out. Wow. The next Bond movie, sophomore year of high school for us, 2006. So it was a four-year jump. So that means what? We're talking about this topic in 2018. Mm -hmm. We possibly, if Henry Cavill gets cast... We won't see him in a Bond suit till maybe 2024. Something like that. 2025, if you go five years, maybe maybe they do less, like 2023. And that's interesting because with Henry Cavill, like I mentioned, what's going to be his future with Superman? That's going to play into it. What's going to be his future with The Witcher Series because I yeah. know that's a lesser thing. It's a Netflix TV series, but still. But if that takes off and they want to do more things with that, mm-hmm. that's just something to take your time away. Yeah, from acting, from doing something else. When the whole should Henry Cavill be Bond? I say should he? I don't know if he should be because there's a lot of factors that play into it. But the thing that I know is if you told me, put a picture of Henry Cavill in a suit, much like the Screen Rant article. It's got, I don't know if it's a doctored image or maybe it's from Mission Impossible Fallout, but it's him, suit, nice hair, gun with a silencer on it, which effing James Bond right there, Mm -hmm. just pointing it out. And I look at that picture and I go, all right, looks like James Bond to me. Yeah. However, are all the other factors going to map out because what, we're about maybe, if I'm doing my math right, seven years away from that next Bond even being in a movie. What are your final thoughts on this before we move back into the Marvel space? Um, You know what, I is, is it a should be? 
maybe a, a, or should it be a could be? It's a could be, mm-hmm. but to me, oh, that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Before you rudely interrupted, I'll back off. Sorry. <laughs> um, is it a should be? Maybe I'd have to see more mm-hmm. about his acting chops with um stuff that kind of fits that role better. Superman. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily fit a Bond role, so I mean that's the one thing I mainly know him from. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Mission Impossible, so I can't use that as a reference. Really, I just the previews. Yeah. Um, could be. Yeah, I just, I'd say so so far. Overall, let me see just real quickly what else. So he's gonna be in The Witcher. That's yeah. in pre-production. Um, he was in Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, let's see, Sandcastle, The Man from Uncle. Um, those were in between Warner Brothers and DC things. Mm-hmm. But, like, even before, like, it's funny because you look at, I'm going to use Man of Steel as the beginning. Before that, he was in The Cold Light of Day 2012, Immortals 2011. I've seen, never seen none of those. Then Man of Steel 2013. Then basically it's 2013, 16, 17. Those are your DC movies. Man of Steel, BVS. And Justice League, and kind of in the middle there, The Man from Uncle, Sandcastle, which 2015, 2017, and then obviously Mission Impossible Fallout was after no. Justice so, I mean, League was done. And really, we had the Justice League gate too of like, uh, hey, can we uh, shave his mustache? And uh, Mission Impossible's like, no, we can't shave his mustache. And that's where we got the, uh, the CGI stash. Or not shave it, can we. Have his have him grow his stash back or something? No, it was shave it. They wanted it him was. to shave it so he can grow it back. That's like right. For your guys' because movie for Superman, he didn't need it. Yeah. Um, and they said no, so that's why we got the CGI no stash. Yeah. Um, in Justice League, the CGI anti stash, the anti stash, which, <laughs> oh, oh, not gonna talk about that anymore. But this is where you or we're gonna save that for the last one, or else I'm gonna blow a gasket. This is where you guys come in, though. Let us know what you guys think. What? How would you feel? If Henry Cavill was James Bond, and if you don't want Henry Cavill to be James Bond, who do you want to be your James Bond? Idris Elba has already said no. Seems like he was the popular guy that people wanted. Henry Cavill is the next on the rumor mill. Who do you guys think should be the next James Bond? Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's jump back into the Marvel sphere before we end things with the DCEU a little bit later. That's why I'm wearing this shirt today. Did you see Spear? Um, Spirit. Oh, spirit. Okay. Spirit world. We're going to the spirit world. I don't know what I said. It is early in the morning. We're doing this on Saturday instead of Sunday. So uh, my whole sleep schedule is like, whoa, I'm thrown out here. What are you doing? You have a sleep schedule? Lucky. Uh, I I try. I try the best I uh, can um, to have sleep and sleep well. Um, But sometimes it doesn't work. But I'm still trying to figure out that sleep thing. We are talking about this. You actually brought this to my attention. I did. um, That Marvel is developing I'm just going to say they're developing a new TV department. The MCU um, is because it's basically specific, what they're doing. To not be confused with the Netflix Marvel yes, TV and, series. And that's what I was going to get to where this is just throwing it out there for them. TV series for the DC streaming service. MCU. That will be Disney. You yeah. said DC. Did I? Yeah. DC's the Disney <laughs> streaming service. It is early in the morning. Let's try this again. All right. Words. Let's see if we can do this again. So Marvel developing TV shows like Loki, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, going to be for the Disney streaming. There service. you go. That'd be weird if it was for the DC streaming service. <laughs> hey, here you guys hey, go. Warner Brothers, just have our have our stuff. We feel bad for um, you guys. Yeah, we feel bad. You can have Scarlet Witch. She's all right, I guess. Um, <laughs> but 
They're going to develop these TV shows for their new streaming service. It's going to be under Marvel Studios, not Marvel TV. So it's going to be separated mm-hmm. from what we have in the Netflix Marvel universes. They've already talked about having a, I think it's like five to six episode Scarlet Witch, Loki seasons. And yeah. the first thing I want to ask you before we get into everything, your thoughts on this. Good idea, bad idea, kind of like I. It's a good idea, but I'm not like, woo! This is like the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I'm part of me's not. It's very confusing feelings <laughs> about this because there's part of me is like, woo! That's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, that you get to see about more of these secondary characters and like what the and then the whole the part of the brain that goes, well, what are they gonna write about? Because mm-hmm. like Scarlet Witch, it's like yeah, there's House of them, House of. They're not gonna do House of M right now. They don't have. They have to finish that work. Plus, wait. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do House of M mm-hmm. because none of that's set up. It's a TV series, but it's probably still gonna connect. Most likely, when it's Marvel, it's still going to connect or, to or, the MCU. Or tell a story. They're getting the X Men correct. Yeah. Tell a six episode story about how she finds out she really is a mutant. <gasps> That makes mutant canon in the MCU. There you go. That works. And then works. she finds out Magneto's her father. You don't even need, you need to cast Magneto. She just finds out Magneto's her father. Yeah. Father is uh, Eric. Oh, I forgot that his full name. Mm-hmm. But I Whatever mean, it was. Or you can go back either, even further and just tell stories between her and, uh, her and, I almost said Flash, not Flash. Uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver about... Their time and like hydro testing facilities True. and stuff like that. Because I mean, but no, that's kind of cool. You can kind of combine the two of them because mm-hmm. then you can make mutants canon. You could also show that the testing of it wasn't from the actual uh, it's mind stone. Because it didn't, because, we didn't know what you were, and we're trying to figure out what you no, were. No, no, what it, they were trying to make like. Super, like let's say that Hydra's trying yeah. to make super soldier, but we didn't get your powers me, from the stone. You exactly got it because of mutants. Because as we saw in Deadpool, mm-hmm. and yeah, mostly Deadpool, it comes from some of it can be done from extreme torture. True. So that's why they were the two that survived because they were actually mutants, mm-hmm. not human. Well, human, but mutant. Oh, However, that works. Oh, I don't. Th- I didn't think about it that way. That is. I just freaking bl- weaky. That <laughs> freaking, is. I, I freaking want, weaky. I, want, I wanted to say freaky, but it came out weaky. Wow, this is freaky. We- words. Freaking weaky. Words are just <laughs> freaking weaky. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that shit is freaking weaky. Oh man. But I mean, now would we spell it? W-I-K-I, or would it be like W-E-A-K-Y? I think it's the second one. I think it's the second one. Because I don't want people to go freaky wiki. No, it's freaky wiki. (laughs) But getting back to what I was going to say, that's that I didn't think about that. Yeah. That you could, like, that to me is the Scarlet Witch one. Mm -hmm. Make her find out she's a mutant. Yeah. After we get the X-Men. And because... Um, Bob Iger, the CEO, I believe, of Disney. Yeah. Um, he has now backtracked what he said. Originally, he was like, oh, the X-Men will be separate from the MCU. Now he's saying he sees them all under one umbrella. MCU and X-Men all are, all under one, where I'm like, yes, that's what we want. We Should want be. the X-Men. 
with the MCU, not apart from the no, MCU. No, we want them to be together. We want them to be fused together. Yes. And that way, you can let Scarlet Witch finally be a mutant um, because that and is what she truly is. And we can use the word is. mutant, not miracles. I know, right? It just <laughs> it made me cringe every time I heard it early on. The one that ticks me off is the Loki one. Yes. And the and reason why, why, it has nothing to do with them doing the Loki one. Yeah. that one's going to be cool. Oh, Plus, yeah, it, it gives be. Tom Hiddleston more, exam- or more reasons to be Loki. Yeah. Because um, who doesn't want that? I just hate... And I don't mean that sarcastically, even if it sounded like it. I just hate, and I'm going to sound really arrogant here, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say it anyways. I just hate the stupid people that are like, oh my God, they're doing this. This means that Loki didn't die. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that whatsoever. It means they're going to tell a past story of Loki, leave it alone, he's dead. He's not coming back. He's dead. Let it be so we can all grieve in our own way and just move on from him dying. Right? He, I, 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 mean, I mean, okay, first one was a dropped him off. We know as Guardians can survive in space thanks yeah. to Thor, right? No, thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, isn't he? No. He's not even a full Asgardian. He's he's a frost, frost giant. giant with, like, whatever. Okay, just <laughs> go with it. Just fucking go with it. I'm just saying semantics. Just, go just ahead. Just go with it. Go ahead. Anyways, so we, we know that... Like, Thor survived in space for mm-hmm. a decent amount of time. And, Until um, splat on yeah. the windshield. Ah, oh, get it off! Get <laughs> it off! windshield wipers. Um, so, the, then, was that Thor the Dark World? Or that was, was that the before? Thor. Okay. That was Thor. Thor the Dark World, he got stabbed through the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a fake replica of him. Because then he took over Asgard. My money would be on a story from between him... Let's see. Him being like dropped off Asgard in the first Thor movie to mm-hmm. where, where 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 do we find him at? In Ragnarok. Uh no, we found him in Avengers before Ragnarok. So somewhere in that range, like mm-hmm. what happened to him in between then would be a cool mm-hmm. from when he drops off Asgard to when he has comes to Earth in Avengers to uh take over. See, and now I am. So looking... he has in, he gets somewhat introduced to Thanos. Mm-hmm. This and the, whatever else happens to him. So here's I'm gonna go very into this. Uh, yes, actually, of um, what stories they could tell, and there are to me another thing you could do is basically don't don't try to relate it so much to the MCU. Okay, that works Yeah, fit it in there, but it's like, okay, what comic stories do we have here where we haven't been able Ta-da. to tell this story, but we can go ahead and tell it now in a shorter thing? And that's what I think that this TV series and these now TV series mm-hmm. are going to do because when you look at it, They've already said they're going to be, like, I thought it was six. I'm going to double check because that was in the article that you sent me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, But I know for a fact the number is shorter than the um, Netflix TV series. Yeah. Where the TV series on Netflix, those are like 13. Yeah. So six to eight episodes long. Um, So even if it's eight at its longest, that's about what? Four to five episodes shorter than the Netflix series because yeah. those are usually thirteen. Yeah. Which a 
gets it to where, all right, we got six to eight episodes to tell our story. We can't let the story drag on. Exactly. We're not going to have any episodes where it's like, wow, nothing really happened here. Didn't need to watch this. Luke Cage season one looking at you. Um, But I mean, they have the concise set of episodes, but also it allows them to say, all right, we can tell other stories that we couldn't tell in a movie because for an hour and a half movie, mm-hmm. we'd be stretching it. But for in six episode TV series, we could tell that story, put a bow on it. And that goes in line with like what Kevin Feige has been saying, where their big focus heading into like phase four and stuff is just telling good stories, not necessarily linking everything together, having kind of a central umbrella where it's like, yeah, these can link in some way, but they're not like, oh, my God, these have to link. This has to do this. This this, this has to lead into this, which leads into this. Now it's just more of we're just going to tell good stories. And as oh, no, long as the story is good. has to link in, but, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that arc of an area that's left undone. Yeah. Like, where was Loki in that time? But I'm even it's saying. It's just a cool one. I'm, is all I'm saying yeah. is a cool spot to put one in. I'm even saying if they wanted to just don't tell me where Loki was. Just, hey, this is an older story. This is like maybe before we met Thor and before Thor won, obviously Thor and Loki were a thing. Yeah. We just didn't know about it. A thing? Yeah. They were a thing. They were people. They were alive. Well, they know, were I'm gods. Just... They were alive. Here's a story of before Thor. This was a Loki story. It just happened before the first Thor movie. Okay. It happened maybe during Iron Man 1. But- it doesn't have to like link into. Oh my god, this led into this. Which well, no, led I'm not into saying like kind of thing. force it in. Like, no, no, into I'm there not saying the... you are. I'm just saying. I know it can allow them to do. Yeah, that. no, you're right. And I'm just saying that the one that I was throwing out an example of one that mm-hmm. I thought was cool would be that intermittent period of time. Was yeah, be cool. How like to learn some of those things went about. I'm going to ask you this, and this is going to go different. I'm actually changing. But I get what you're saying with the other one. I'm changing the topic of this. Um, On YouTube, it's going to be a different title. Um, I want to ask you this. Instead of, I was originally going to get us into how this fixes um, the MCU. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you this instead. Okay. They have Scarlet Witch. They have Loki. Those are the two that they named. If you are Marvel Studios, what's another TV series, another character, another aspect of marvel that you're looking at for this so on top of scarlet witch on top of loki what would be a third one what about um when uh falcon's looking for uh bucky interesting would you find so a six right series or it'd be kind of sort of more of a detective espionage or one trying to him trying to find bucky or, or Bucky itself. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Everything before Winter Soldier was a th- like that movie. Yeah. Basically a Russian crime noir. Yeah. Of, I mean, you can have him do. Like him getting the, him getting brainwashed, him basically. I would like to see the one where um it has Scarlett Johansson's mm-hmm. story where she. With Black Widow. Shot through him yeah. to get to his target. Mm-hmm. Shot through her to get to his target. Yeah. That'd be a cool one to throw in there. No, that would be. There are some where I'm thinking like, are we going to then get, because like the article I'm looking at on screen right, they say Marvel can stop wasting secondary characters. Is that what this TV series is going to turn into? Where it's like, oh, a guy like Bucky, a guy like Falcon, 
these are guys that are never going to get their own movies. Let's give them like a War Machine movie. Yeah. A War Machine. War Machine story. Yeah, a War Machine story. <laughs> I took that um, tank and went, e- boom, is or, this yours? Or e- or even better, an Iron Patriot story. Because everyone wants one of those, Get out. right? Get out. Everyone wants an Iron, Get out. An Get iron out. Patriot story. Get out. <laughs> Get out right now. Or, you know, you could also, like, uh, here's another thing. And here's another thing that plays into it. Does it depend on actors and actresses as well? Where maybe someone like Tom Hiddleston, where it's like, yeah, you killed me off. Sure, I'll do a TV series because mm-hmm. at least I get to be Loki. Or a Scarlet Witch, where it's like, I'm not making a ton of bucks as um, Scarlet Witch in the movies. Yeah, she's making more than I'll ever make, but she's not on like the Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah. level of pay scale. Or even the Scarlet Johansson um, level of pay for the movie she might say, all right, cool. I might do one. Let's say, because I was going to throw out a Spider-Man one. Maybe a Spider-Man, a six-episode Spider-Man series of his time before Homecoming, before Civil War. Basically, him learning how to use his power, stuff that we didn't see, and they can tell, like, the first time he, not him getting the powers, I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. Why not? But... (laughs) Just maybe him, like, maybe he, the first time he meets, and this is another thing, because we don't know how many of the villains, like Vulture, he didn't meet until Homecoming. Shocker, he didn't seem to have a connection with Scorpion. him. Scor- we could tell a Scorpion one, maybe. Well, I mean, he's not actually Scorpion yet, but true. he's got, he's like, the he's got, we got people that are interested or what if, and I'm throwing so which this out Which means he may have been put away by Spider-Man. He could have, or I'll throw this out too. Hmm. What if, and this might be going, taking a little bit from the Daredevil side, but also depends on how they want to look at it. What if Kingpin is the villain of the six, where basically then you don't, you don't even have to have a Kingpin. You could just have it be the umbrella of like, yeah, we're referencing this is Kingpin's operation, but Spider-Man's going up against those thugs, and it's like Kingpin is the Could be. overarching villain, but you never, I don't want to say you never get that final boss fight, but that's the one you use, because that would be a sticky situation of what villain well, it could cuts we do. off the boss fight because of Civil War. Exactly, and then he's got to go... Help Tony. Yeah. Um, or I mean, the only problem with that, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, I I like it, but mm-hmm. Sony. Oh, I, that would that would be like, hey, on, you need to make a deal with them. That would have to Sony would have to well, make a deal with them. If if Marvel wanted to do it, they would just put it in their next agreement. Like, yeah. hey, we no, want no, I agree. this in the agreement. I know as that. Well. And I'm just saying that's yeah. that's what they'd have to do is get that Sony to yeah. agree with it. Because right now, Spider Man is hot. He is like. The video game, fastest selling, I think I saw something online, fastest selling video game for PlayStation. Like, people love that. The game, for me, I thought was a perfect, like, I said on Too Old the Game, a perfect game in my mind. Absolutely perfect. Loved the story, loved all the side missions. It was fun. This is like Review 2.0, Ricky Whitmer. The best thing about the game is they made web-slinging fun. Good. To where, yes, they have fast track where it's like, ah, I could take the subway to here. I only use the subway to get the trophy. Use the subway five times to get the trophy. 
web sling the rest. I got to go all the way across the map. It don't care because I'm swinging, doing some fancy tricks. That was me. That was basically me the whole time. And then you stop and you're like, I'm going to take a selfie of myself. Woo, putting up some fingers. It was a great game. So they've got him with the game. Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are killing it. I think a Spider-Man TV series for this mm-hmm. would not be a bad thing. No, it wouldn't. Any characters were missing that it's like this needs to be, this story needs to, to be told. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. And I'm just trying to think of people from the MCU that we could do about. What about a Hulk? Maybe. Because we're not going to get want, another they don't Hulk solo, a solo Hulk film. Yeah, but we could do a solo like six episode Hulk season. Could do. Could of do like maybe him. Maybe it's uh, uh, not the Ragnarok store. Oh, or. Like the, bat, the arena? No, not just the arena. Just that whole six episode series. Of the time between when he leaves on the Quinjet, yeah, no, that's what to I'm where saying. he becomes the like the end of the episode or the end of the series is him becoming the champion because we know what happens after that. Yeah, we know then Thor comes and Ragnarok happens. Maybe it's a series where it's him landing on Sakar. And he beats Beta Ray, Bo- uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, Beta that's... Ray Bill. I almost said Beta, Beta Ray Bob. He beats <laughs> Beta, Beta Ray Bob. He beats Beta Ray Bill to become the new champion. Or that story of how did he become the new champion? Him, yeah. Maybe started off with him like crashing, going through the wormhole, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sh- wormhole. Yeah. The whole like ship shaking and because, like you said. Yeah. I mean, that could be another one that would be an interesting, and it would give you something Hulk without doing like a Hulk And that would also bring movie. Valkyrie in, because Valkyrie, yes. Scrapper 142, um, is the one that found him. Yeah. And I only remember that because I watched it again last night. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and she's an awesome character. Yeah, and, and that, I mean, would bring that, would... In, that would bring in, like I said, a second... Mm-hmm. Um, secondary, a second secondary character, even though Hulk's mm-hmm. not really secondary. What about a... Would a Shuri TV series work? I'd say wait on that one mm-hmm. until we get a little bit more about her, a little bit more interest in her. Do you think they could do multiple realities or multiple, like different multiverses is basically where I'm going at, where it's like, all right, we're going to do a TV series, six to eight episodes of what happened if T'Challa didn't come back from the snapshot? And oh, Shuri so becomes saying, uh, Black Panther. Like in this the... multiverse, she is now Black Panther because T'Challa never came back after the snap. Could be. Um, I mean, you're talking like starting to get into Marvel what ifs because exactly. they actually had a set series of comics. I think why, of why, that. Why not? Like why not? That'd go be kind of cool. Why not go the DC route of things of like, hey, you know what? We're gonna tell a good story here. I don't even care if it's related to the MCU. It could be even a what if. I mean, what if this was different? Oh no! I mean, Marvel had like in the '60s or mm-hmm. '70s just a comic, a, run? Co- a comic run of what if? Mm-hmm. What if Thor couldn't get his hammer back? I don't remember what the other one, what they actually were. Mm-hmm. But no, they were like, you know what? That's actually a pretty good question. What mm-hmm. ifs? That blah blah blah. Yeah, and that'd be if you Marvel if Marvel DC, uh, not Marvel. Just a bunch of what Marvel if. Disney. If you uh, take that, just put our names down. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a little. Like, I'm, like it could be like 
a ten little, point font. A, a little compensation. That's maybe that'll help too. Uh, maybe pay um, my student loans. I'd at be, least uh, at least the name out there. I mean, any final thoughts? Here's the final thing I'll ask you. Okay. What does this mean for Marvel TV on Netflix? Because that was one thing I did want to ask you before we moved on. What I would hope is that it wouldn't kill it off. Instead, maybe I they would. Let me finish, you I rude joke. Um, what I would hope instead is that they take those characters, whether it be them, those actors themselves, or revamp and take those characters and help those out mm-hmm. or make it some sort of leeway into, hey, yeah, guys, don't forget, we have a Marvel TV series yeah. on Netflix because that's still that's still revenue for Marvel. Those are still actually, mm-hmm. I like most of them. I even liked Luke Cage over Iron Fist season one because Iron Fist season one was okay. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage, I actually enjoyed. I got to check out, catch up on my seasons two because I haven't, I am behind on Luke Cage season mm-hmm. two and Iron Fist season two. It's all going to come down to how the business works. Yeah, exactly. And it depends on what Marvel wants to do with it. Well, not just that, it all ends up with the money. Basically, you said, oh, that's still money for them, but. Is it going to be one of those things money where it's that's like they're getting enough back? Well, not just that. Yeah, exactly. Where it's basically all right. We could have it on Netflix. We get this money from it, or we can just say fuck you guys. We're going to have it on. We're going to do it for ours, and then that way, Johnny, if you want to watch it, you have to buy our subscription. Yeah, which we would get more money from you buying our subscription than anything. Oh no, I agree. That's what I was gonna yeah agree with. And I what I would hope though, like maybe like I said, they'll take those characters, mm-hmm. like you just said, they'll do their own. Maybe with the same actors, maybe not. But because I think then if you take Daredevil onto the this kind of idea with the Marvel Studios yeah. thing, then that Spider Man one becomes interesting because then you could just tell a TV series of. The first time Spider-Man meets Daredevil because they work in the same city. True. Maybe they're both going after Fisk in a way like Peter in between is like, hey, no, this ain't right. And he meets Daredevil and that you could tell that story a completely different one that we will never see in the movies. One more um, that I thought of, mm-hmm. and this is because we saw, we said secondary characters mm-hmm. in the MCU. We didn't think of pulling any of the X-Men out and using them yet. Wolverine's Weapon X program. Yes. Or maybe just an Alpha alpha Flight. Alpha Flight, yeah. But Weapon X would be cool because then you can throw in Sabretooth, mm-hmm. Silver Fox, uh, possibly, if I remember correctly, even, uh, I want to say it's Crimson Red. I think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mega Red. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who that is? It's the guy yeah. tentacle arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know the there's the, one or two others I can't think of He's at the, the one in the animated series that was, he wasn't Russian. He, he was Russian. He was Russian. In the okay. animated series. That's what I thought. Yeah, the tentacles that would zap uh, yes. um, Wolverine's life. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, I thought that he was Russian in the animated series. But yeah, no, that that could also be an interesting one. Or just the fact of, I know, it depends on what. If they're going to keep the first class stuff as and canon. And just stuff. to throw it out there, I know Omega Red was not part of the Weapon X program, but he's a major Wolverine enemy, so I'm yeah, just throwing just him in to there. throw him out there. But any final thoughts before we move on into uh, something that might make Ricky a little depressed here on a Saturday? Um, no, I've got, I'm good. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Kind of changed it a little bit. I'm going to ask you guys this question. What characters and stories would you want Marvel and MCU um, studios, Marvel Studios, 
to tell in these new TV shows, the six to eight episode TV shows for the Disney streaming service. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's end the podcast taking a look at DC. And I mean, some people are going to be like, guys, why is it whenever we talk about DC, it's usually depressing stuff. Um, but that's just how it goes with the DCEU. I mean, very excited with uh, the DC streaming service and with everything they've launched for that and Titans and everything. But today we're kind of looking at a negative topic for the DC and the DCEU. And Johnny, I'm basically just going to throw it out there to you. Is So basically there was a Screen Rant article. I'm going to put it down below in the description because it's an important read for this. And their title of their article was the DCEU ruined Batman and Superman, but it but it's not Zack Snyder's fault. I will ask you, did the DCEU ruin Batman and Superman? I don't know if they ruined it, but mm-hmm. they didn't surely didn't do them justice. Uh-huh. <laughs> justice. Um Batman v Superman. I'll just let you tell them how you feel about oh, it. Oh, mine. It's exactly. I'll get right into mine. Well, no, the, I was just gonna say. I was. Well, you mentioned your it. Your example is how. Yeah, I'll say how it, you feel about it is the example of how well. I'll it say did. it. I'll say it in one line. Hmm. The DCEU did not ruin Batman and Superman. BVS ruined Batman and Superman. That's the difference. There you go. That's the difference to me, and that's what I think of BVS. Yeah. Well, I could have went into the bathroom. And come up with a better movie than what I got. Yeah. When we talked about this, like, pre-podcast, I was like, yeah, remember the night we saw BVS? Oh, you were... And you were were like, you were fuming. Yeah. I was furious. Like, you know it was a bad movie when you're looking at Ricky, and I'm just like... Just nothing. I had nothing to say. And then it was just like... You was livid. And then it just, boom, all just came out, basically like freaking Ghost Rider. What the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. And I was bitching the whole way, and one of our mutual friends who's a DC guy was trying to talk me off the ledge. I wasn't that bad, which is like, no, that was a huge flaming gar... By the way, that made me think of this. Um, an aside really quick. This week, going through names um, as I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. um, going through names for eighth graders... And the one girl's like, oh, yeah, my name is Martha. My first reaction out loud in front of the class is, what name did you say? What name did you say? And she's like, Martha? I was like, my mom's name is Martha. My mom's name is Martha. Only a few kids got what I was going with, but I appreciate those students Mm -hmm. um, because they are true um, DC fans. My mom's name is Martha. Um, But, yeah, for me. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Why did you say Martha, my mom's name is Martha, um, which for me, that movie ruined Batman and Superman for me Yeah, because Man of Steel, was technically it, the beginning okay. of the DCU, didn't ruin Superman. No, it was okay. It wasn't fantastic, but mm-hmm. it was okay. And here's the thing of the article that I want to ask you. What, like, I get what they're saying and I get what the Screen Rant article goes into because, like, technically, is it Zack Snyder's fault? Part of me can go, no, I guess you're right. Originally, Man of Steel was supposed to be Man of Steel 1, Man of Steel 2, Man of Steel 3. And that was it. It was supposed to be Superman only. 
It was supposed to be the Zack Snyder Superman to Christopher Nolan's Batman. That's what it was supposed to be. Just like Christopher Nolan's Batman run. Three Superman movies for Zack Snyder. That turned into, because of DC's race with Marvel, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League. Do you do you like that they put in the article headline, but it's not Zack Snyder's fault. I'm sorry, who wrote it? Who directed it? <laughs> I mean, part of it, you can't blame all of it on mm-hmm. him, but a part of it is his fault. So you're saying, so your mindset is, you were in that kitchen. You were throwing some of the ingredients yeah. in. You, blame where blame mm-hmm. is due, just like credit well, where credit is due. And that's like for me, I know me and you were talking to um, a common buddy, uh, one of my former bosses, where he was like, when I said ruined Batman Superman, he kind of like gave the one eye, one eyebrow raised of like, intrigue me. How did it ruin Batman and Superman? And that's why with me, I don't think the DCEU ruined Batman or Superman. Because when you look at it, Man of Steel... And this is what Zack Snyder, Man of Steel did not write Man of Steel. He did not produce Man of Steel. He directed Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. When I watched Man of Steel, I didn't hate Man of Steel. Was it the superhero movie, the Superman movie I was expecting? No, no. but it wasn't terrible. Exactly. If we flash forward to BVS, I will give Zack Snyder this credit. He did not write it. He did not produce it. He directed BVS. All right. So you didn't write it. So I can't pin that on you. But the directing, like the directing to me is more of like that real dark tone, Mm -hmm. that dark tone that he went in on. Wonder Woman, he wrote the story. He produced it, didn't direct it. Then you have Justice League. He wrote the story and directed it. And then you'll have Aquaman. He's going to be an executive producer. Wonder Woman, he is a producer. And The Flash, he is a producer. So out of those movies, the the ones that I'm looking at, Justice League, BVS, Man of Steel. The three that are like either hot garbage or eh, it wasn't great, it wasn't bad. He all had a hand in directing. Yeah. The one I mentioned that he didn't direct, but he wrote the story. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I loved Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was fantastic. So maybe this just proves that, hey, Zach, when it comes to superhero movies. You shouldn't be directing them. Pitch into the story. Just stay out of the director's chair. Because yeah. even look at this. Suicide Squad, he was a guest director. And I didn't like Suicide Squad at Not very much. all. I mean, just look at look at some of the movies. I'm gonna list the movies he directed. You have that I've seen. So you have 300. I actually like 300. Yeah, 300. But yet was again, good. 300 not a superhero movie. Like I walked that where it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be dark. It's about 300 men giving up their lives. Plus Leonidas. I mean, you you've got that was basically the coming out party. Basically, for oh, I'm blanking on his name. Why am I blanking? Gerard, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. Um, it was basically his coming out party. Um, with 300 Watchmen, 
another movie I had no problem with. With 300, Zach wrote the story, or he wrote the movie and directed. Watchmen, he just directed it. So they were, someone else wrote the story and produced. You've got the Legends of the Guardian, or Legends of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul. I like that movie, but that was an animated movie. He directed it. I actually like that one. Sucker Punch, which he wrote, directed, and produced, I heard was horrible. I did not hear good things hmm. from the people I know that saw that movie. I thought that one was okay. Then you got into what we were doing. Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Basically, then he hit his DC train that we already know. So for me, I mean, most of those movies... That were, it's either to me, like, I I think what you said is perfect, like, it's perfect, to where there might be someone going, all right, guys, you're harping too much on Zack Snyder. Is it all Zack Snyder's fault? No. No. But like you said, a little bit of the blame needs to be put on both. And DC, I've talked about this at nauseum. DC screwed this up from the start. They screwed it up from the start. What they need to do, and I kind of feel like they're starting to do that now with Henry Cavill walking away, Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck walking away. It's basically putting all the Batman Superman stuff we've had since 2013 into a garbage can, lighten the match, and just throw it in that garbage can and just let it burn. Just let it burn and just walk away and do one of these and go, all right, we're moving on. We are moving on because... I get I get people who are like in the past Batman and Superman were the only ones that worked. Like and that's one of the points that the screenwriter article says that mm-hmm. back in the day Batman and Superman were the only ones that worked. Well, kind of like what we talk about on Tool the game a lot, much like how gaming is become more popularized, I would say, yeah. or more like, back in the day, when we were kids, when we were seven, eight, nine years old, I was talking about this to Mark. I played Aladdin on the Sega, and when I beat that game, there was a sense of accomplishment that I've never felt in gaming since, like, I don't know, the mid-2000s, early 2000s, because it felt like... All right, you're playing this game. You, when you beat it and got all the way through, you were skilled enough. It was actually mm-hmm. challenging to where you were skilled enough to beat that game. Nowadays, it's because, like Mark says, you buy the game, you expect, hey, I want to be able to play the whole game. Yeah. If I can't play through it because it's too difficult, that's on you, not on me. I want my money back, which we've talked about before. The Cuphead dilemma, or dilemma, dilemma. yeah, um, where basically, yeah, you know what? It's hard. If you didn't get through it, that's your problem. Guess what? There's an easy mode, but you don't get the full story. Exactly. That's your fault. I like that, because it goes back to that old school. Movies are the same thing. Yeah. Back in the 90s, early 2000s, the reason why Batman and Superman were the only ones that worked, they were the mainstream ones. Superheroes weren't what they were in the 90s. No, no, you're right, completely. We didn't didn't have this superhero culture 
that we have now that everyone eats up. In this day and age, you can make a Flash movie. You can make a Wonder Woman movie and make it work. You could make it work. If you tried to do that in the 90s, you would have one of the biggest flops on your hands. Because you, people don't know who that is. Exactly. Very much. Unless they The only ones comics. they cared about were Batman and Superman. And that's why when we were kids, that's why I felt DC was way more popular than Marvel when we were a kid. Yeah. Because well, the it only was one, Batman, Superman. The only ones that you could have gotten to work in the 90s. Spider-Man. Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and the X-Men. Yeah, so those, two for Marvel, two for DC. Those are the only ones you could have gotten to work mm-hmm. because guess what? There were cartoons for them for kids. Yeah. So those would be the ones that like, hey, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. When it came to like adults in the 90s, Batman and Superman, because guess yeah. what? Those were the mainstream. Those were the ones everybody well, knew. And with Batman too, well, that's another thing. Like the reason why it might work now is those kids that were watching Batman the Animated Series, <coughs> us, um, we're now older. We're now having kids of our own. Yeah. Like even people older than us, maybe like 10 years older than us, maybe like in their 30s, almost 40s now, even them watching those. Yeah. And then being like, Hell yeah. Now, even though I'm older, I'm still into that right now. And then they're having kids. And it's just basically introducing them to it and such as well. Basically, the concept is from the 90s till now, all mm-hmm. that stuff has evolved. Yeah. which All back, of it. Which back then, if you think of, I'm not even talking about, our, well, yeah, our parents. Yeah. The reason why our parents would be like, like my dad with Batman Think about what they had when they were kids. Adam West. Mm-hmm. They had the Adam West Batman. Like, they didn't have a Spider-Man TV show. Or no. maybe they did, but it wasn't. There was a Hulk TV show. Yeah, yeah with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't anything like what the Adam West. Like, Adam West Batman is yeah. iconic. Exactly. And that's why I feel like, oh, back then, these are the only two that worked. Yeah, because that's where it was as a culture. Now, because basically, I'm going to say Marvel kicked down that door Mm -hmm. and made superheroes like, and I remember talking to Mark, this was like before the first Avengers movie, where I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, for years now, have been like, all right, this is going to be the one where the superhero train ends. Be weary, people. Be weary. Superhero movies are going to get quite unpopular after this one, then it happens and we keep going. All right. It's like the Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, the world's going to end apocalypse. here. Yeah. The world's going to end here. Nope. Didn't end. All right. I was wrong. It's this. We next have another one. date ready yeah. to go. It's this next movie that is going to end superheroes. And like, do I think it's going to last forever? No, I think it's going to mold. I think that after Avengers four five, whatever it is coming up next, I lose track of numbers. Four, uh, unless you want to say a, a Civil War, Captain America, Civil War, Avengers 2.5. Okay. So basically the next <laughs> Avengers film, that might shift how we see superhero movies. Yeah. Where they're no longer, because even DC, they're not going continuity. And like, they're in the same universe, but it's not all connected 1v1 and they all have to fit into the same timeline. I just think what it was is... We are at a place in our our superhero society mm-hmm. to where Batman and Superman back in the day, and I'm saying back in the day being like the 90s when we were kids, yeah. 
you could throw out a Batman movie and make your money. Exactly. Could you still do that now? Yes. But because of social media, because of how good the and how popular these side characters are that are not Batman and Superman, that just means we expect those two, Batman and Superman, to be better. So put up all right, a huge these pedestal. guys raise the bar. You can't be at the same level anymore. You need to raise the bar. Yeah, they're as put well. up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the DCU DCEU has ruined Batman and Superman. It's just showed us that maybe the rest of the heroes have come up to their level. And the movies that we've seen with them, you can't just put Batman and Superman in a movie and expect people to love it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to actually really dig your hands in now. Mm-hmm. That like, Because that's where we're at. Um, because one of the things that they looked at is, and I'll ask you this, how do you think this plays in? Uh, one of their big bullet points in the screenwriting article is that the alter egos were removed almost entirely. Um, and they kind of reference how, I'll read a little part of it. Um, one of the most underrated influences of the MCU is how it gradually eroded the idea of superheroes' alter egos. Tony Stark declared himself Iron Man at the end of the first um, outing. So, too, did Steve Rogers never hide behind Captain America or Thor take up the Donald Blake persona. It's such a low priority for these series that even Peter Parker has his secret identity revealed to Aunt May at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. It's for the benefit of the universe streamlining interactions and allowing audiences to identify more directly with the characters, but has also removed it from the wider superhero formula. And this has some startling results when applied to other franchises. Do you think that plays in at all? Do we need, like... Is that part of it that, hey, in the DCEU, especially I think with Batman, really, I mean, you could say um, really too for um, Superman because of the Clark Kent thing. Mm -hmm. But with Batman, Bruce Wayne is you can't have Batman without Bruce Wayne. Like and I don't think they they didn't completely throw that aside. But I think what they're talking about is like when Clark and Bruce are talking at that party, they know who each other are Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't have known who each other are or they didn't know, but they had an idea. Well, if anything, Bruce should know who Superman Superman is is or who Clark Kent is, not the other other way around around, unless he already uh, looked Mm -hmm. through the cow, which I don't think they had the interaction like that yet. No, they didn't. Okay, so then he they shouldn't know who each other are. Yeah. Well, one shouldn't know who the other is, but I would give it to Bruce mm-hmm. to know who Clark Kent is. Bruce does his research. It does. He like does. he knew who Diana number was. Number one number one detective. Yeah, exactly. He knew who Diana was because he did the research on her and had exactly. the photo of her. Um what, As do, you for, think, what uh, do you think about the alter ego? Alter ego thing? thing. I don't hundred percent agree with their point on that. Because well, one thing is how many how much do you actually want to see of their alter ego life? In the in the movies, I'm sorry. I'm there to see Iron Man. Yeah, I'm there to see Captain America. I'm not there to see Steve. And we do in those first introductory movies mm-hmm. get to see the part of their life. Yeah, I get it. We didn't see Donald Blake, 
We you don't need that's to, one iteration. Like, that's only one iteration of Thor. Yes, the original '60s comics of yeah. Thor. But there's other iterations of Thor we could have gone with. It doesn't need to be Donald Blake. And there's uh, Matt something. I can't remember the last mm-hmm. name. Um, there's actually Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of Bruce Banner started as Bruce Banner and then has become the Hulk mm-hmm. because that's what people want to see. Iron Man, that fit his personality perfectly. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I'm Iron Man. Yeah. And, and then- like Captain America... I mean, he wasn't going to just be like, I'm Steve Rogers, because really it's even out of the suit. It's like, oh, hey, there's Cap. Yeah, exactly. Captain America. It's just known as Captain America is Steve Rogers. I've mm-hmm. never known it. And maybe I'm wrong. I've never known it as, oh, Captain America. Oh, I got to take the mask off. Now I'm Steve Rogers. Well, I mean, think about that. Of Captain America 1, he did have the mask. Yeah. Ever since then, he hasn't. It's just been. Well, it was a. Uh, when he was doing per, being paraded around, mm-hmm. um, he had he had the mask. Okay. Um, when he when the first thing when he went on his first mission, mm-hmm. he had a pair of goggles for dro- driving the motorcycle. He had a helmet on, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really like he pulled those goggles off when he was actually fighting. And like that's the thing when it comes to Batman and Superman, though, that I feel like the alter ego, like you said, Robert Downey Jr. We don't need. A Tony Stark alter ego. Yeah, he's Tony Stark, but we know they're the same. Yeah. Same with, like you said, Thor, Captain America. With DC, the alter egos to me are important, but it's not necessarily like how often do I need to see him in this? Because I think of Batman. And with Batman, there are certain things that Bruce Wayne can do Mm -hmm. that Batman cannot. For example... In the Dark Knight trilogy, Bruce Wayne working with his company and basically working with Lucius Fox with everything, couldn't do that as Batman. Nope. Can do that as Bruce Wayne. Exactly. And that's why more of it with Batman, I feel like Batman needs that alter ego because he needs that. Like with the other soups, he doesn't need like Diana to be like, oh, Bruce, is he Batman? Oh, Batman, are you Bruce? No. It's for all the outside of it. And that's why, to me, if anything, the alter ego is most important to Batman. If yeah. anything. Superman, it's only important. If, like, it would only be important if Lois Lane didn't know. But Lois Lane knew he was Superman by mm-hmm. this point. So by then, it's like, oh, we don't care, care if you're Clark Kent. Because really, you're only you're only hiding it from Lois Lane. Um, and at that point, you're only hiding it from people at the daily planet. Um, but that's why with the alter egos, like I don't want to see them completely gone away. Cause like for Batman, no, yeah. Batman it's important. A, like Batman, it's important. Superman, I would say a not so much. Yeah. You want to have a, mm-hmm. a taste here and there of it, but you don't want to have a movie like overly focused on that. It's only important if Lois doesn't know he's Superman or even if Lois does, you mm-hmm. want, it's not just to hide from Lois. It's to hide from everyone else. Cause you want to, he wants to protect yeah. The Clark family, just like the Spider-Man mm-hmm. thing that was brought up in that. Yeah. The it's not to protect mm-hmm. Aunt like Spider-Man from being from Aunt May finding protect, out he's Spider-Man. It's to protect Aunt May from, from the Scorpion. Exactly. From, from the, Scorpion. the Sinister Six. Exactly. From yeah. any any of the villains. Mm-hmm. It's to protect his family, not yeah. to protect Spider-Man from or from Peter Parker. Bruce doesn't have that because Bruce is all alone. Exactly. With Alfred. But the thing is, Upset Aunt May also in the comics finds out. Mm-hmm. So with 
what's the big difference, honestly? Yeah, she found I'll, out kind of early. I'll be honest. I'm going to say this. This Go will ahead. be a little spoiler for the Spider-Man game. I know that you're going to play it, but it's not a huge spoiler. Um, there's a part in that game, spoiler if you haven't played it, and blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> but basically, there's a part in the game where so, it's a cinematic between him and Aunt May, mm-hmm. and something happens, and you can see on Peter Parker's face, holy shit, I have to get there. But I can't because then Aunt May will know. And Aunt May just looks at Peter and goes, go, I know. And he just like, what? He's, she's like, yeah, I've known for some time now. And it's like you get that interaction of like, all right, Aunt May knows. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge thing, but it's like, oh, Aunt May knows you're Spider-Man now. Exactly. But that's the thing is Aunt May in the comics mm-hmm. and in, apparently in the game Knows he's Spider-Man or finds out he's Spider-Man. And, and like for Spider-Man, he also has the alter ego. He's got the extra wrench of, hey, I work with Dr. Otto in the lab. I don't mm-hmm. want Dr. Octavius. I didn't want to n- let Octavius know I was Spider-Man because then when he became the villain, he would then know. But I guess Octavius finds out anyways that he's Spider-Man. Yeah, so, I he mean, finds- there's that. But I mean... There's that whole side to it as well. Like, Spider-Man and Batman would be the only ones, I think, that would need alter egos. Yeah, well, they have alter egos for certain Mm -hmm. reasons. Batman's is because there's stuff that Bruce Wayne can do, Batman can't, and vice versa. Where Spider-Man, it's like... Or like the Flash, because you're not going to wear the costume around everywhere. Yeah, exactly. But the uh, the one with um, Spider-Man is because he's protecting his Aunt May, Mary Jane, Mm -hmm. whoever else. It's just the fact of, hey, this is... Like, there's... For reasons, and you can't like use. Well, Aunt May finds out. Aunt May finds out in the comics. Mm-hmm. Aunt May finds out in the game. Yeah, it's not to not to protect Spider Peter Parker mm-hmm. from Aunt May or Spider Man from Aunt May. It's to protect Aunt May from Scorpion, Mysterio. You know the kind of the, the dumber villains mm-hmm. that can't won't the Rhino won't figure it out on yeah. his own. No. Otto Octavius, pretty damn smart. Green He's gonna, Goblin, he'll figure it. He'll out. figure it out. Yeah. Pa- but for sure, Otto Octavius, because of how mm-hmm. smart he is, Green Goblin's going to eventually find out. Mm-hmm. Whoever else is on the higher tier of yeah. thinking, whereas Rhino, Maybe Scorpion. Maybe like a Kingpin. Kingpin might find out. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Rhino, Scorpion, they're not the smartest villains. Mm-hmm. They're not going to find out. They're just there. I'm here to kill Spider-Man. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Get me Spider-Man. Get me Spider-Man. Basically JJJ. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, and maybe that's the MCU ruining things with uh, MCU doesn't need alter egos. Why would the DCEU? Um, And then kind of the last thing they hit is they kind of put it off as the mistake was treating Snyder's Elseworlds take on the DCEU canon. And basically what that meant is what I talked about earlier. His darker view for Superman Mm -hmm. was supposed to be Superman, Superman, Superman in that trilogy. And it ended up being what became the DCEU, which we were all like, really? Do we really need a dark, a dark, greedy DCEU? I mean, really the dark and gritty only works for Batman Mm -hmm. uh, because Gotham is constantly like even look at the color palette for Batman the animated series. It's different shades of blacks and grays. Some yes, dark there's blues. some colors in there, but like the background, dark blues, grays, and blacks. It's a very dark color palette. Yeah. On that animated series. Even like Batman's suit is like Gray blacks and, black. and grays. With and just the yellow to show the symbol. 
later on, they put in like a little bit of blue shadowing um, on the black undies mm-hmm. that he wears over the spandex. But the thing I want to ask you before we give kind of the definitive, did it ruin any final things that we haven't mentioned to where it's like, you know what, this has got to be said. No, to me, it's just, you know, everyone needs to take their part of the blame. And that's Zack Snyder. That's mm-hmm. DC itself. That's God. Not the, DC, the comics, the DC, DCEU. The, the DC higher-ups, too. Like, yeah, that's you had, your fault, too. For how long was I saying, in Jeff Johns we trust, in Jeff Johns we trust? And then we find out they never even gave him the, like, they never gave him control to do anything. They need, What they should have done in the first place is just was let, consult. Ju- I consult just people say, who had something to do with let it. Let Jeff Johns be Kevin Feige. That's what I was saying from the beginning. If I there's know. anyone that's going to know... What these characters are like. It's maybe the guy who wrote enough comics to do, oh, like, oh, that made me infuriated when I found out it was basically like Jeff Johns really didn't have no control within that. And we talked about that when Walter Hamada took over. Yeah. And I just, right now at the DCU, did it ruin Batman and Superman? I'm going to say with Batman, no. The reason why I'm saying no is because obviously we're going to have another Batman movie. Let's see how that is. Superman's a little bit trickier, though. And the reason why I say maybe for Superman, count on your hands, Johnny. How many good Superman movies do we have? I don't know if you could count. Maybe maybe one. Maybe Man of Steel. Maybe. Like, like I thought it was okay. All, I wouldn't go with good. But think about all the old Superman movies. Mm-hmm. No. They're not that good. No. They're not that, not that fan favorite kind of a movie. No. And that's why I think no. the DCEU hasn't ruined Batman, but might have ruined Superman. Because now with Henry Cavill leaving, them moving to now a Supergirl movie and not a Superman movie, how do you come back from this? And that's the thing. It's how will they come back? What do you think? Has it ruined either of them? The um, DCEU? I wouldn't necessarily say it ruined them because their popularity is still going to be there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whether it's not going to be necessarily there for the cinematic now, mm-hmm. but it is the popularity is still there. I don't know how many people are actually going to go, well, you know what? Because of that Superman movie, you know what? Fuck Superman. I'm done with Superman. No, mm-hmm. I just like you. If you if you liked reading the comics, you're still gonna read the comics. Yeah, but I mean, the thing I'm thinking about cinematically, is, maybe I feel like it's gonna be maybe like a new Superman movie. Uh, I don't know. The other ones haven't really been that good. But if you're a diehard Superman fan, you're if, gonna go see it. I'm not talking about the diehard. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm no. talking about the in betweeners. Like you and I are still gonna probably go see it. Well, yeah, no, but I'm talking about the people that are not Superman diehards that are like with. That casuals exactly. It might be like a yeah. I'll wait for my superhero friend to tell me if it's worth seeing, kind of a thing. Where any Marvel thing gets spewed out, even the casuals are like, "Hey, I gotta go see it," mm-hmm. and it's got that hype to it. Well, like because Batman it, will come out and people will be like, "Oh my god, I gotta go see it," even if they're not a diehard Batman. At this point, fan. because yeah, they may have cinematically ruined Superman then. And Batman's mm-hmm. kind of tailing behind there just because of what they did with him in BVS a little bit in Justice League and we'll see what happens with him and Matt Reeves Batman too. Yeah. Um I just I feel like Batman is not ruined because of that 
And because I didn't say of, he is, but he's on the no, tail no, no, end. No, I there. know, but uh, because of I think the popularity with Batman is a little bit higher um, than Superman. Any final thoughts before I wrap this up? Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you: yeah. your thoughts on Have you seen the images of Joaquin Phoenix as Joker? I have. It actually looks pretty good. I can't like. I saw the the set photos mm-hmm. and then the picture of him in the makeup, and I was like, "All right, maybe I uh, I'm not going to make fun of this movie anymore." Yeah, there's a little clip of like mm-hmm. him and like turning into the Joker, basically. Yeah. And uh, I saw that, and I was like, "Okay, now I'm intrigued for this movie." Yeah, exactly. You bought me in on it, DC. You bought me in. Just do this one. Let's forget about. Uh, oh God, I can't even remember his name. What's his name? Um, the Joker we all hate. Um, he was in Suicide Squad. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Let's just forget. I was, was going to give you some time to see if you could figure it out. It was not even going <laughs> to at all. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. He's my Joker. Um, hashtag uh, Jared Leto. Hashtag not my Joker. Um, but basically, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Is Batman, is Superman ruined by the DCU? Also, let us know what you're thinking about in any topics we have today if you notice me scratching during the podcast um i don't have like the itch for like it's not like i'm addicted to anything and i'm trying to um get off it it's i got a mosquito bite on my hand um as i was sleeping the damn bugger got me and uh periodically throughout the podcast i've been scratching it so that's why i've been scratching my hand Nah, ricky's getting off the drugs a little housekeeping yeah Oh, all that weed that people think I smoke on the uh, fast break with all my hot takes. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below. Patreon.com, down below in the description. If you want to help support us, want to join a podcast, that's how you can do it. Make sure to also check out our store. We have the t-shirt there. We also have the, on-ca- the on-call guests as a one-off $10 purchase on the store. If you don't want to join Patreon, you can just $1.00. And then be a guest on the, or $10 one time, and then be a guest on the podcast. Make sure what to check a dollar out. $1.10 times? A dollar ten times? And yes, maybe. <laughs> no, that would just make you get the first, the next 10 Patreon podcasts? Because that's what our $1 word. I don't okay. know. You're being an asshole, Johnny. <laughs> Mosellpodcasts.com where you can get MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, make sure to go on to iTunes. Please give us a five-star rating. Also, give Too Old the Game a five-star rating. We are now on iTunes with most of our podcast. What's Your Fantasy is the only one that we are waiting on now. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.